Little babies. Oh, short joke. Short joke. That was a short joke. I was yeah. wondering where he was going with it yeah. initially. Yeah. I mean, that was a bad one. That was like my kind of joke that I would lead with. But yeah, you might want to try Shut the again. fuck up, Ray. Bobby, anything going on with you? Yeah, same old normal stuff. Cool, that's awesome. You know? uh, let's start the show with some opening takes. Uh, Ray, seeing as you're on fucking fire, why don't you go ahead and start it, Fupa? <laughs> Thank you. It goes to the NBA and whoever makes the NBA finals. Fuck you. I don't care about the West Coast. These 830 starts are bullshit. I want like the Super Bowl starts 640, 645 the latest. Give me till 930 so I can settle down, unwind, go to bed at a decent time and not wake up angry with like four hours of sleep. Fuck you, NBA. Get your shit together. Every other sport. Follow the NFL. You cunts. Okay. I see where this is coming from now. It's not a me problem. This is a NBA, uh, NBA yes. problem. I feel better now. I wasn't I'm expecting that rant there. That was got sorry. really whiny and cunty really quick. No, no sorry, sorry. <laughs> he, need, he needs to settle down. <laughs> no, see, my short joke's coming around. You're a child. You're a little baby boy. <laughs> Sucks on bubbles. Uh, Bobby, you got an opening take? That's that much fire. Well, yes. <laughs> Hold on. Who, who, who am I? We were prepared. We were prepared. We were prepared. He's such a little bitch. Just oh my god! Like it's like of course he's you're talking about Joe Mazzula. Yes, I am talking <laughs> about Joe Mazzula. He, I, I don't know how without throwing your players under the bus in a statement. How can you possibly throw your players under the bus anymore by only defending yourself and saying we pre- we were prepared when you're ultimately defending a result where your team gets blown out by a team which you've now faced three out of the past four years in the playoffs. So maybe you know what they're about. I don't know. Maybe you could figure out that that's how the heat are going to be, but no, uh, that's how it is. And it was just the latest on the Celtics roller coaster where I'm slowly, morally becoming a Jimmy Butler fan. <laughs> um, yeah, obviously we're going to do a lot about the Celtics game. A lot of that Joe Missoula presser. What just cringe, 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 cringe. I have so a, I have a, a devil's advocate thought for you, though, um, when it comes to old Joey Maz. No, don't get me wrong. Bob's not going to like that. Bob's not going to like that at all. <laughs> I hate the kid, but uh, and he is a kid, especially the way he's acting. He not only is younger than us. And he's younger than us, so we can call him a kid. He's a fucking kid. He's a dumb kid, too. He's pretending to be a coach. Most kids are dumb. Um, all kids wait, are dumb. Well, hold on. What? What? All kids are dumb. You didn't mean that. <laughs> I'm sorry. All kids are dumb. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of, so uh, a, a, a larger uh, umbrella point for me. Uh, this this show is theme is uh, true colors. How did that? Who who did that song? Uh, Cindy Lauper. I can see your true, true colors shining, shining through. through. Oh, I see your true. I'm erect. Who did the? <laughs> I'm erect. Hold on. <laughs> who did the remake in the? Pop in Daddy. The early, I assume it was um, P Diddy. Yeah, I had to be P- Sean P. Diddy. It was Diddy. someone of Diddy's likeness. When things get rough, I'm in the club shooting with Puff. <laughs> I, how do I? Okay. That was uh, Exhibit, but I just wanted to say that. Yeah, no, thank you for doing it. I completely lost my train of thought, um, but it's a perfect way to start the show. Unfortunately, I have to finish my thought or, or it's going to go off the rails. Uh, the Celtics showed their true colors. Uh, at both ends of the spectrum, we haven't been able to touch in that game seven performance from Tatum, but we've seen their ceiling and we know what their floor is. Game one against the Heat, 
um, was more, you know, very predictable. I'm not even mad. It's just like, could you fucking get your shit together? Showing your true colors. We're going to do a Red Sox segment. They went out, somehow went on an eight-game winning streak in which we refused to talk about. And now they're on something like an eight-game losing streak. So perfect time to bring them up. True colors shining through for them. Uh, so that's the theme of the show. True colors. Everyone coming back. Water finding its level, if you would. Uh, the Simple Mind Sports Show. Uh, I'd also like to, uh, we'll do a lot of Celtics, going to be mostly Celtics, um, but touch on the six, the 76ers fallout, because again, we haven't had time to talk about that. Doc Rivers fired. We'll see what you guys think about the Embiid comments. Um, do the Red Sox, uh, a more, the more you know segment, previously Ooh. known as Did You Know? I just like the more, the more, the more you know uh, star. With the I know you're talking about, oh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Is that the, whatever, knowing is half the battle. Uh, Patriots position battles, which I might have forgotten to put in the email, but um, there's the link. A small part about it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Simple Minds of the Week. Welcome to the Simple Minds Sports Show, Friday Rewind, May 19th. Welcome to the show. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you're welcome. If you're listening on uh, wherever you get your podcasts, uh, whether that be Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, which we are the number one New England sports radio show. Still, mm-hmm. I think. Haven't looked it up in a year, but I'm pretty sure that's true. true. Uh, then uh, rate, subscribe, review. Wherever you're watching, tell your friends, tell your mothers, tell them about W Energy Drink. Go to W.GG and type in promo code SIMPLEMINDS for 15% off all your orders on all your energy drink gummy shake needs. Uh, Shake it up, stir it up, spike it up with W Energy at W.GG. Celtics, true colors shining through. Um, I mean, like I just said, the game one opener was, I don't, as predictable as, I, I just, there was a big Tatum's five and one in game sevens. This is their their fifth Eastern Conference Finals. He's he's twenty five. Jalen's twenty six. Marcus Smart's got to be damn near thirty. How do you still come out not focused? How does Al Horford stop the practice the game before the day before and say you guys got to get your shit together? Still, after you just let a superior team take you to Game Seven in the Seventy Sixers and. Three days later, you're already back on your bullshit, not focused, not intense, not coming out playing defense. It's it's unbelievable. I don't understand why they need a wake-up call every time like this situation happens. I mean, I believe they're four and four at home right now in these playoffs. Like, why do you have to get kicked in the nuts to get out there and play like a NBA championship type type team that you are? Like, why can't you just go through the motions and be that team throughout these playoffs and not going seven games? And all these series. Yeah, I mean, they take the they follow the identity, I feel, of Tatum, where he is highly talented, and that talent comes through, but he doesn't have a winning mentality. He doesn't he isn't mentally strong. Now, granted, we're saying I'm saying this after he had one of the greatest game seven performances ever, but then he follows up in week one and he did what do you take two shots in the fourth quarter? Uh, I, I mean, did he even take no a shots shot? in the fourth quarter? He had four shots in the second half, no field goals. Yeah, like, like, what's he doing? So he, he just 
he's he's flaky. He's mentally not always engaged, and that's what the team does. And then you add a coach that's the same way, and this is the team you get. Yeah. Um, so talking about the identity of the Celtics, they're an immensely talented front-running team, which is exactly what you just described Tatum as, which is a dookie. They're a front. It's a, you got a lot of talent. When things are going well, they go really, really well. Uh, and but you know Tatum has shown flashes of that not necessarily being the case. Game six against Philly is a perfect example. You know, sixteen points to get him the lead there at the end. But mm-hmm. you know, Philly has their own choking problems, right? So that's not going to fly against Jimmy Butler and the Heat. It's just not. Uh, I don't remember the exact numbers. I should have looked them up. But games that were decided by three or less, the Celtics have a losing record by like mm-hmm. four or whatever, and the Heat are winning at like a 600 clip in that type of game and that's the type of game this, the heat want to play they know they're not as talented so they muck it up and uh and do their best to uh to keep it close how many and, undrafted and, players do the heat have on their team i heard that stat last night i thought they said like yeah, five three of them started three of them started and then they have two on the bench right maybe it, vincent's undrafted um um strauss robinson Rob, yeah, Tyler Duncan Hero Robinson's, was he even drafted? Oh, Tyler Hero was drafted. Yeah, yeah, Duncan Robinson was the other one. Danny Ainge wanted Tyler Hero uh, the spot before and refused to give up like a second round pick or some stupid shit like that. Fucking Danny Ainge. Well, the main lobsters are fucking rolling now because of that. So don't worry yeah, about yeah. it. You mean to tell me we could have had a white guy in the team? Mm-hmm. What the hey, fuck? Hey, pay some respect last to night. Sammy Buckets, man. And Peyton oh, yeah. Pritchard played last night. Oh, Whatever. God. We'll get to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And Pritchard, they had him guarding <laughs> fucking Jimmy Butler. What were they doing? Okay, so continue the 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 uh, the Missoula bashing. It's like him and Tatum. It, they don't have enough in game to adjust and and correct. Game. No, watch next game. Next game, there'll be an adjustment defensively and offensively. Tatum will come out. The Celtics will win on Friday. It's just book it. It's gonna They've happen. never made an in-game adjustment. That's literally never happened. That's why he doesn't call timeouts because he can't drop a set or tell people what to do. No, they do whatever they want. Peyton Pritchard playing 12 minutes and not scoring. So what is he out there for? What because is that little defense. boy out there for? Like you have a guy in Grant Williams that can go out there and not score and actually provide something on the other side of the ball in defense. What is Peyton Pritchard out there for if not to jack threes and give you a spark offensively? I don't even think he shot the ball. He did. He missed. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> perfect. He definitely didn't score. Uh, let me just give you some uh, stats here. Jimmy Butler started out on fire because the Celtics refused to play defense. Just so soft, but finished with 37, uh, 35 points, uh, seven rebounds, five assists. Dwight Bosch. AKA uh, Bam Adebayo uh, had it rolling early as well, twenty eight and five for him. And then between Vincent Struess, Martin, and Kyle Lowry, they all had fifteen points. They all shot above fifty percent from the uh, from the field. They all shot above fifty percent from three. So they, they got whatever they wanted, right? Like they so the the Heat had thirty one um, three point attempts. They shot fifty one percent from behind the arc. But as I put it, like 30 of them were wide open. There was no contest. Well, I mean, a general heat game win is they score like 98. It's like a 98-94 win. They drop 123 on the Celtics to Mm -hmm. a team that's got three undrafted guys starting. Here's a stat for you. Uh, Against the Heat, 
The Celtics are 0 and 4 when giving up 110 points or more. 4 and 0 when uh, giving up under 110 points. However, if you ask Joe Mazzulla what the problem was with that third quarter, in which they gave up 45 points, he said their offense took a dip and the spacing was bad. Yeah. yeah not the I, I believe uh, they let their hand off the rope as well. Yeah, Some yeah, they, like let, they were prepared. They were prepared. I, we're going to get to his comments. For what, an ass kicking? Yeah. That's all it fucking was, the Jimmy Butler show. Now, everyone saying that Jason, Jason Tatum's a superstar. Watch him take over. He's going to do what he did in Game 7. Nope. If, Jimmy Butler, a.k.a. Michael Jordan's son, took over, and he showed why he was the best player in this. If, if I'm Jimmy, I am unloading every last bit of energy I have because this is my best chance to win a chip. Yeah. Because he, I mean, the the Nuggets or Lakers can be had if he gets there. I mean, they're no dynasties. No, um, Jimmy Butler's not known to be the guy that gives you um, a thirty-five, seven, five, four games in a row. Like I fully expect the Celtics to win in fairly convincing fashion tomorrow. Um, on it's going to be a blowout tonight, or when we record or tomorrow. Yeah. 30 points. The 30 point blow up. No, they'll win by like 10 or something. But like it, it win, won't yeah. be it won't be relatively competitive. The Heat will make one push and then they'll kind of yeah. take the Jimmy will take step back and go, oh, let's get back to Miami. We did our job here. We split. Let's get back to Miami. I can almost I can pretty much see that coming. Tatum did finish with 30 points, um seven rebounds and an assist, four turnovers, three of them back to back to back in the fourth quarter in crunch time, which were some of the more ugly turnovers. Since I think the last game they played the Heat, remember he remember that game against the Heat? They were down three, and he, he rose up to take a shot. They doubled him. He tried to do his cross court pass to the corner, and it just was like easily picked off, and, mm-hmm. and pretty much ended the game. I, yeah, he's mentally uh, soft. He the, the heater in his head. They play him yeah. um, well, and he, you know, that one where he had a wide open three and went up and down and traveled. It's just like obviously you're shook, dude. You're fucking shook. Yeah, you're absolutely shook. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you who else. Uh, maybe not shook, but sucked. Jalen Brown has sucked recently. Sucked. Six turnovers, twenty-two points. Raymond, thank you uh, for uh, acknowledging me on the text chain in my piece about him being a one-trick pony offensively. Do you? I see wasn't sarcastic. Yeah. It out? I wasn't sarcastic when I said that. I'm serious. Yes, I see he it. He can't even do his trick right now. No, nope, not really. Like that little stop bunny turnaround in the lane, which is usually automatic, is off. His free throw shooting sucks. Um, the really the only thing that's working for him is transition and he's hitting some big threes. Um, you know, so, but other than that, when the ball's like six turnovers again for him, just sloppy shit, undecisive. And even going back to the Sixers series, I thought game seven, game six, he was not good. He's just been, you know, his slashing and driving game is predictable and, and teams could get ahead of it. And every team knows in the NBA that this guy needs to be like, have the ball in his hand the first quarter or the first half to get into the groove of things. Like, why don't they just fucking double team Jalen and be like, all right, we'll get you out of your fucking rhythm early and game over for that guy. It's so predictable. It's like every set play is for Jalen in the first quarter. Hmm. Yeah. Because he tells Joey Maz that that's what he wants. And Joe's like, "Mm, yes, him. (laughs) Joey's like, well, why don't you show me the play you're looking for? And I'll I'll see if it works. Could you just put it out on this whiteboard here? Yeah. And then, you know what? Joe, yeah. Joe says, "You know what? I like that play. Let's run. Let's yeah. run it. I like the Roll way that it. looks. Yeah. Let's call it one. Yeah, 
<laughs> we'll call That's what this Joey Maz is all about, player empowerment. Coach, yeah, coach exactly. Marcus Smart and uh, Coach Mazula are all about the player. And Jalen's like, Coach, it's a give and go. And he's like, what? <laughs> is that a hockey term? <laughs> Uh, in total, 15 turnovers for the Celts. Uh, they shot 34.5% from behind the line, 29 attempts. Dominated in the paint, 62-40. to 40. Um, Felt like in that first half, Brown and Tatum could get into the paint and get in the lane whenever they wanted, wherever they wanted. There's no real shot blocker on that team to speak of, um, which, you know, if, if we want to sh- uh, shift a little bit to the positive, I don't know if, like... I, you know, if you didn't completely lose your shit in the third quarter, and obviously we know they won three of the four quarters because Joe Mazzula told us that. Mm-hmm. They, <laughs> they won three of the four quarters. Uh, I, they only lost one quarter. What a fucking loser this kid is. What an absolute loser Joe Mazzula is. Thank you, Bobby. I'm sorry we didn't come around sooner with this, but... Yeah, this fuck you too for questioning me about that. You're like, what do you mean Joe Mazzula? He's fucking great. <laughs> this kid We're rocks. Up. We were wrong. Listen, uh, to be on the positive side, all that game needed was five minutes of good defense from the Celtics. That's it. If they had a five-minute stretch where they just locked it down, that's that's what that's all they needed. Yeah, and and even in the first half, the shots that you know, like Kyle Lowry was pure from three, like pull-ups, fadeaways, like that's not going to happen again. Um, Gabe Vincent. Shooting as well as he did is not going to happen again. Uh, not at least not three more times. Uh, who's the Martin? They're not going to shoot fifty nine percent from three. Maybe Duncan Robinson comes in and has a game. Uh, Max Struess has always shot well against the Celtics, but like these guys are not going to shoot close to sixty percent the whole series. Jimmy Butler is going to have a Fourteen point game on twenty eight attempts, like that's gonna happen. They're not. They're the. They were the very bottom of the league, the last placed team in the NBA offensively this year, yeah. and they've obviously turned a lot of that around to be successful here in the playoffs. But their playoff run wasn't that fucking impressive. They beat the Bucks basically without Giannis, and they beat the Knicks in six games. In game six, Jimmy Butler kind of stunk. So they they are there to be had. It's, it was just so goddamn predictable that Jimmy Butler and Spolstra had their team ready to go in Game One of the Eastern Conference Finals, and the Celtics are coming out there having their head coaches having to tell everybody how prepared they were and that they won three of the four quarters, uh, so, but they let go of the rope, and there you go. So yeah, the positivity. I still see Celtics in seven, which is what I would have get, which is what I would have predicted from the beginning. Um, this team is dead even the last several years they've played each other. I think they're um, in 14 and 14 against each other in the last, like this iteration of the two teams. So, you know, it, it's to be expected. It's just extremely frustrating. The lack of urgency, the lack of defense. It's like, can you just fucking show up once when you're, when you're supposed to? So you think this thing goes seven? Did you not just hear what I said? You, uh, that's what I'm asking. I'm just getting it on record. Yes. You think this is going seven Celtics and seven. Yeah. Okay. I don't think so. I think it's going to be a gentleman's sweep. I think uh, Celtics going to roll four in a row right now. <laughs> so, so why are you even mad? I'm not mad. I was just asking his opinion. Why? Why? Give it. Go ahead. Know if, I just Give us the, the analysis on the gentleman's on the four straight gentleman sweep. And when's the last time the Tatum led Celtics have ever won four playoff games in a row? Never. And I just want my money back. So I was just trying to see if I can. Uh, oh, I see. Uh, do you want to put twenty five dollars on a gentleman sweep? 
You have to, yeah. But if it's six it. games, no, 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 no. If it's six games, then no one wins. Oh, six games to push. Put six games to push. He was a push. Look at that. He's got a he's he's got a win and a back out. <laughs> he, he hedged his the bot pod hedged his stupidity with a uh, with exactly. with a game six push. Thank you. Deal. 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 Game Deal. back on the line. Thank you for the gentleman. As soon as that game seven ended and the Sixers shot like 38% or whatever from the three, I had $25 in my Venmo account. Thank you, Raymond. You're welcome. Promptly um, has been spent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's let's do this uh, moment of cringe. Beware of the cringe here. I'm just going to read you some of the comments from, uh, it wasn't post-game, or some of it was post-game, some of it was the day after, I guess. Um, Marcus Smart's in here, Tatum's in here, Joe Mazzulla's in here. I'm just going to run through it. You stop me when you hear something that uh, piques your interest. <clears throat> this is from Marcus Smart. Quote, we get tired of doing the little things sometimes. I think that showed exactly what we were talking about earlier, our spacing. That word's going to keep coming up. I think we get tired of doing the little things sometimes. Hmm. It's like, championship it's team. Specifically with the spacing, they're just like, I don't want to do the right spacing right now. Fuck it. I'm going to go closer to Jalen. <laughs> like yeah. uh, this time. Yeah. No, I want to be a little bit farther. Ah, whatever. Yeah. No, I think this is going to, let's just cheat in a little bit. I'd like to I be know. closer. He's to always guys. saying that I need to be in the top of the key. Fuck that. I'm going to the baseline. Here's one from, <laughs> here's one from Tatum. Uh, yeah. I turned the ball over, threw it to Jimmy. That one's on me. Tatum said, there's, here's, here's the cringe part. Quote, doing a shot fake, I just got sped up a little bit. Just got to slow down a little bit in those moments. How many of these moments do you need to know not to speed up? Tatum, you just dropped the greatest game in NBA playoff history, statistically. Two days later, they're speeding you up? Jimmy Butler's out there about? talking a lot of shit. <laughs> what are you talking about? How do you lose that much concentration in 48 hours? It's tough. Hey, he's got a kid. Deuce doesn't know how to wipe his own yeah, ass they, yet. Yeah, maybe you know? Deuce had God a bad night. Yeah. You know? How dare you? We all have kids. We know how that is. You know, you don't get a night's sleep. Man, prayers it's up tough for at work uh, the next Jason day. Tatum. Yep. Yeah, whenever I don't sleep good, I usually take it out on employees at work. Absolutely. I had some um, beverages last night, and uh, they were they were not happy beers. And this morning, I was reminded of that. But I, you just mentioned the word deuce a couple of times, and it reminded me. But you had to take poop because you dropped a deuce. Yeah, and none of them were fun or happy. So I get it. If deuce is a problem for Tatum, I get that. From- Did you speed up the drinking last night because of the unhappy beers? Yeah, I drank a lot of I drank a lot last night. Yeah, so <laughs> what what are you gonna realize that you gotta just settle down in the moment? You know, slow no, down. Yeah, no, no. Look, oh, I'm never gonna learn. <laughs> but that's been settled. I okay? see what Ray just did there, and that was impressive. Thank you. I, well, I, I'm gonna take it as a compliment. Are you <laughs> are you comparing me to a top three basketball player in the NBA in the world? I'll take that. Most people would just call it alcoholism, but for each to each their own. Whatever. We call it Tatum here. <laughs> the sickness rate. And we have here one of the world's three top functioning alcoholics, Richard McPhee. Yeah. You can't talk badly about me. I have a condition. So keep that I apologize. Mind. We're going to have sorry. to beep that, Ray. It's a disease. I forgot. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like di- diabetes, right? Respect. Thank you. 
Uh, here's one. Uh, this is from Jalen Brown. Quote, it's a choice. It's a decision. Just come out and play with a different mentality, Jalen Brown said. We came out too cool. It was just almost like we were just playing a regular season game. It's the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, come on. Yeah. What are you? Yeah. What are you talking about? How do you let again? I, you know, this is the same shit over and over through different words of different people. But how do you let that happen? We literally got a report from the player. Malcolm Brogdon told us that Al Horford had to stop the practice because they were all yanking their wings, fucking about at, at practice. He's like, come on. It's the Eastern Conference Finals. You can't be too cool, bros. And then lo and behold, Jalen Brown comes out oh, just too cool. He just pictured what Derek White's in there. Hey, you guys want to do half court shots? Grant <laughs> <And then laughs> Williams is like in a Spider Man outfit. He's like, nah, 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 nah. Let's Trying to jump on the wall. Trying yeah. to jump on the wall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're playing half court knockout for like 50 grand or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, not going to play knockout. <laughs> just and Al Horford's over there like, we should do suicides. Everyone's like, shut up, Gramps. <laughs> Just a bunch of dickheads. And where's Joey Maz in this? Where the fuck? Where's playing his on his computer? Yeah, he yeah, was sitting Oregon over there playing Call the of Duty. Fucking, no, okay, Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> we came out too cool. No shit. Uh, here, here comes, here comes Joey Maz. Uh, so the question was phrased. So why does the coach think they let go of the rope? Joey Mazula responded, "Quote: I don't know. It's a great question. That's what we got to figure out. But it came from our attention to detail." But we were prepared for this game. We were prepared for them. And our guys came out and played. Then we have to be better in the third quarter. So lack of attention to detail, but they were prepared. Yeah, exactly. They it's like when your wife comes home and you're watching the kids all day and she says, did you feed them? Did you give them the medicine? And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. It was on the note. I read it. Yeah, I did it all. You know, that's exactly how I and feel. And then when like she that, goes to the bathroom, you like fucking rush fucking... and you fucking do it all yeah because <laughs> yeah. yeah, he didn't do any of it you shove some bars down their throat and the tylenol whatever the fuck. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> totally i did it yeah i see uh al horford we necessarily won't make those adjustments unless you know oh, this is kind of scrambled we feel like it's clear actually i take that back we did make some adjustments tonight i feel like it worked better for us i just think for us we have to take more of a challenge on the defensive end just be more consistent with that and that third quarter just killed us. Consistency. Uh, asked about the team's struggles winning a home playoff game, Missoula, without even needing to look at game one score sheet, said, we won three of the four quarters. <laughs> Have you heard the actual uh, audio of it? No. It's. The doozy? It's unbelievable. I should have fucking pulled it up. He says it twice. Without, like, they barely get the question off. It's like, we won three of the four quarters. We were prepared. We were prepared for this game. He's such a little baby. He's such a prick. It's like literally, it's like when your kid does something and you call them out on it and they're like, no, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly I didn't. It. <laughs> He's so butthurt about it. Uh, here's the last one from Joey Mass. Quote, we were prepared and then we let go of the rope. There's two storylines here. One, we were ready to play and we did a great job of executing on both ends of the floor in the first half. And it's about consistency. We have to be prepared for when we do outplay them that they're going to respond and we have to respond. So we were prepared. We just let go of the rope. That just for everyone's counting, he said prepared four times there. Maybe that was the word of the day. It was on his calendar. What a great phrase from this. What a great framing of this. We have to be more prepared. This is basically what he said. 
we were prepared. We were so prepared that we were too good. <laughs> we kicked their ass so bad that we unprepared ourselves for so fucking good at our- coaching that we, we were just so fucking ready. Like, <laughs> yeah, we were so prepared. We yeah. were too good and yeah. kicked their ass too much that it unprepared it's, us. You don't for know how much like we'd have to be prepared good. I know. for how much they would come back and play us again. Oh my God. <laughs> maybe he is just, maybe he is that good. Maybe yeah. he's just that much better than we think he is. And uh, we're just simpletons. He's actually Phil Jackson uh, that just rammed uh, Mike Krzyzewski and shit out Joe Missoula. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, men can be pregnant. Uh, all right. That's <laughs> your uh, Celtics bashing. Uh, I, I want to turn the positivity knob on after headlines here and just, just revert back to that game seven. We haven't talked about it. It's going to be a little bit harder to uh, revel in the moment after game one against the heat, but I'm I want to mad. talk about Tatum's game seven and the Sixers. We can shit on the Sixers, which will be fun. We'll do that for a couple minutes. First uh, headlines with the obvious one. Thank you, Richard. The Celtics host the Miami heat for game one of the Eastern conference finals and Michael Jordan's son, Jimmy Butler, Dropped 35 points in a 123-116 win. Game two Friday night at fucking 8.30 again. The Red Sox were swept by the Cardinals last weekend, but took two out of three to the Mariners, and Nick Pavetta has been sent it to the bullpen. And the Champion, League's fi- the Champion League's final is set with Manchester City taking on Inter Milan June 10th. This has been Headlines with the Odyssey. What's a reasonable bedtime for you, Raymond? Mm, like 9.15, 9.30. Very reasonable. Very are you reasonable. falling asleep at that time, or are you getting into bed and checking TikTok? Mm, Looking around like down there o'clock. to see if you've got any movement. 9 o'clock, I'm in bed. 9.15, I check the pulse to see if it moves. Yeah. 9.45, lights out. Wow. Okay, so that's a 45-minute settle down. Yeah. I can see how that. Would... Now, do you go straight to the base for the pulse, or do you check around on the shaft, or always the shaft first, and then I grab the testicles, check for lumps. No do you lumps. Use both hands for that. Why would you do this while in bed? Why are you doing a testicular exam at that point? I to see if it'll get hard, so we can jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> Did I get that right. Yeah, bingo. <laughs> she's just right there with you. She's just like, whatever. <laughs> I tap her and I hear her snoring. I'm like, ah, oh, she's out. It's just you and me tonight, buddy. <laughs> yeah, she's like, did it work? No, good night. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, all right. So let's uh turn the positivity now. Just a second, we're gonna go back to that game seven Celtics win 112 to 88. Uh, Jason Tatum with a all-time performance, 51 points, 13 rebounds, five assists, no turnovers. Best game of his career, you could call it. And not only that, it was just the way that he did it. It's exactly what you wanted to see from him, uh, exact opposite of what we saw from him in game one against the Heat. Um, but he came out aggressive in the first quarter, something he hadn't done all series against the 76ers. Um, was getting into the lane, was uh, getting aggressively to the hoop, was not looking for fouls, was just um uh, playing with uh, patience and strength and then then opened up his outside shot and then once he sees a couple go down that's when he gets you know that's when he gets unstoppable um and that's what he was and, th- and then 
you know, the second second half was basically over, but it was sweet to see him just fucking hunting Embiid. He was just hunting him with some of those possessions and dropping threes in his eye. It was like, and then it was just a party. I mean, certainly call it midway through the third quarter. Um, they started to run away, run away with it. Um, and those dogs, those loser dogs, Embiid and Harden quit, just quit. And, uh, you know, it was a route from there, but your, uh, your take, your, just your impression on Tatum in that game and the Celtics closing out sixers and seven. I'll go quickly for you, Bobby. Uh, for me, it's the NBA got pie in their eye with Embiid's performance in this game seven, giving him the MVP. I think they have to change it up with the MVP voting because that was a little ridiculous. Maybe wait till the conference finals are done and then have some voting because Jokic or Jokic, whatever, uh, shows that he's the true MVP of this whole league. Uh, but, you know, Embiid just pities when it comes to – or turtles when it comes to these big moments, and he, he can't win the big one. Yeah, I yeah, agree with that. I mean, I, I think, yeah, the way that the NBA does the MVP needs to be different. Either they have to do it immediately after the regular season ends and get, just get it out there and not have it be done in the postseason because they've this has happened to them before with Dirk Nowitzki. So, but, yeah, I, I mean, it's just the 76ers are that team – uh, you know, they, they had Ben Simmons, they've had Harden, they've had Embiid. Embiid was this MVP, like the sympathetic MVP figure for no real reason as to why he was given the award. Um, but yeah, I mean, T- Tatum was great. Like you said, he put, once those shots started falling, he built up so much momentum that it was unstoppable. And yeah, it was about midway through the third quarter. It it just became a, it was an absolute party. Everybody was hitting threes. I think there was this one spot they hit like five threes in a row and they were just absolutely downing them. And now with Doc Rivers gone, this 76ers experiment has expired. It's over. Uh, maybe they keep him beat or maybe they choose to blow it up again like they've done before. So who knows, but this team is, I mean, you can't build around Harris and Maxi. I mean, they're, they're role guys that they added to this. I mean, they're Maxi's a good player. Harris is just a guy, but the, 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 the whole 76ers thing is this team's done. They're, they're, they're going to look, they're going to have a new roster next year. I know you said you can't do that around Maxi, but it seems like that's what all these Philadelphia fans want and blow it up, get rid of Harden, get as many draft picks as you can. I mean, and B, they're even saying, get rid of him, pull the trigger on him. You know, it's not working. You know, the process get is 10 years. Him. I mean, you certainly can. Maxi's the young guy. He, you know, he would be like one of your young core players. You know, he can't be your best player, but it would be keep him and then try and get another guy in. Yeah. you get, Yeah. Build around yeah. a superstar player X that you can bring in that matches up yeah. pretty well with him. Exactly. You can't get rid of Embiid. He's, I mean, he's oh, t- I don't think you can, but I think Philadelphia <laughs> is just so butthurt that the process, trust the process. Look they at this. should be. He quit. And then his comments after the game, which, which I want to get to in a second, but I just want to go uh, back to that game seven. Um, Tatum rightfully so is getting a lot of the credit because the first half he was their only offense. And then obviously, you know, we did what he did in the second half. But the catalyst of that game, that game changed on James Harden's fat ass punching uh, Jalen Brown in the face, getting the flagrant, and then Jalen Brown getting tugged by Yang on the uh, on the sideline. There, they were the Celtics were about to go down eleven points if James Harden makes that layup, and then within a minute and a half, the game is tied. You know, immediately after the uh, the technical um, or the flagrant, which one was of the other, whatever on one. Jaylen. 
Yeah, that was a bad call. Scott Foster. There was also that was a Joey Maz moment. Storms out in the court, calls timeout, flips out in the refs. Rightfully so. There, there were three weird bad calls. Yeah, for the Celtics, and I was like, "Ooh, what, what's going on here? Game seven, NBA. What, what are the Celtics doing?" Then you go. Scott Foster's like twenty-two and four in favor of the Celtics when he refs them, and then his the the second guy on that team is like nineteen and zero, and from Massachusetts, I guess. Yeah, he's a huge Celtics fan. So hell yes, hell yes. Uh, but. This is to say, to lead into my next question, which is, is Jalen Brown actually holding Tatum back when you see a game like that and you see the touches that Tatum gets and how effective he can be when it's basically just him? Um, even in that game in the fourth quarter, like Tatum was just like give gave the ball to Jalen almost to like pity him and go, yeah, man, I'm having a night, but you go get some buckets too, okay? And then Tatum tried to, Jason, or uh, Brown tried to do his one-on-one thing. Um but that's all to say, without Jalen Brown, you know, he was the catalyst for that game seven. They were losing by 10 until Jalen Brown, you know, made a couple of big plays and then opened the floodgates there. So uh, the question remains, Ray, I saw you shaking your head. Is Jalen Brown actually holding Tatum back in some of these uh, games, not allowing him to get his rhythm, not allowing him to get um, as many shots and touches as maybe he needs? I think so. I think Jalen Brown needs the ball. And like I said earlier, he needs the ball to get in rhythm like every single goddamn game, it seems like first quarter they're forcing the ball to Jalen Brown as much as possible so he can get in rhythm and obviously Tatum and other guys get into you know shot selections when they can but it seems like Jalen has to get going first and then everyone else can be by the wayside and then get going but it seems like it's Jalen's priority to get going first and I don't think that's right I think Tatum's your best player I think Tatum should have been forced to ball in the second half yesterday but uh yeah that's what I think I think uh Brown needs to take a step back and know that you're Robin and not Batman so I agree. This is why Jalen Brown needs to be given a role. He doesn't, he's not good enough to have free reign. He can't have the Tatum rules. So if, if Jalen Brown is given free reign to do whatever he wants, then he is holding Tatum back because he, he's not that good. Uh, if Jalen Brown has a defined role, which he works in, he could excel at it because he's a great athlete and he is a good player, but he can't do whatever he wants. He's not good enough. Yeah, <clears throat> maybe like holding a bag is not the way to describe it, but it, it like it deflates a lot of momentum. It feels like when when they're not both clicking, when it, you know Jalen Brown has scored in the forties for this team and and had you know some of those nights, and generally when that happens, Tatum's in like the thirteen range. It's like they're one of the other one is going off. It's very rare that they both go. I think they're undefeated when they both have 30 points, but it's something like they've done it maybe 15, 18 games or something in the, in the, in the entire career, which is, you know, say whatever, 30 points is 30 points. But um, yeah, you know, when the offense is clicking and the ball is moving and they can both, um, you know, take advantage of their skill set, then it looks great. Um, when things slow down and they each need a set and go one-on-one, then the ball should be in Tatum's hands it, and Jalen Brown should find a, a spot up. Can 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 nobody figure out how to make Jalen Brown the guy that gets the ball when Tatum is doubled? Can no one figure that out? It's so this was it. I said I had a counterpoint to the Joe Missoula sucks thing. This is it. Brad Stevens, Udoka, and Joe Missoula. The trend of this team is the same. They're they're not focused. They are lackluster when uh, when they should be. Um, you know, extremely focused. Um, the thing with Marcus Smart shooting too much in the fourth quarter and these Jalen Brown or Tatum going silent at the end of games, that has 
been consistent through three different head coaches. So as much as we got to be looking at the players that Joey Mass sucks, it's like, hey, Tatum, you just dropped 51. You're going to need to shoot more than four times in a half when you're losing. You're going to need to actually get a field goal attempt in the fourth quarter when you're losing, not three straight turnovers. Can a good coach drag that out of an excellent player? Yeah, that's your difference. Joe Missoula is a net zero if if or or negative, however you want to look at it. But um, anyway, that was my Missoula tangent. No one's going to argue with that. Yeah. Um. Okay, yeah, I had to finish up. There's 76 to follow. Doc got fired. Embiid and uh, Harden can't do it themselves. That was an Embiid comment after the uh, after the loss, getting buried for that one, rightfully so. They combined, Embiid and Harden combined um, for 24 points on 8 of 29 shooting and 9 turnovers. And they said that they can't do, they can't do it themselves. Meanwhile, Tobias Harris outscored him at 19. Maxi outscored him at 17. And P.J. freaking Tucker had 11 points. But Embiid uh, doesn't think that the Sixers can do it by themselves. James Harden was asked about his relationship with Doc Rivers. How is it, and do you want him back next year? James Harden replied with, it's okay. <laughs> A day came later. Out, yeah, it came out in the media fire. that he didn't want to play with him. He said he wouldn't play for Doc Rivers ever again. I would... Uh, if anybody uh, I guarantee Doc Rivers doesn't want to coach James Harden. No, who would anybody sign? So I, I also read that Harden's going to deny his player option, which is like 36 million and try to get a long-term contract on a team championship. Like team. a bad idea to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, good luck, man. That guy sucks. Absolute fucking loser. Uh, and Embiid, I called it years ago, his dogging in the playoffs. He's a fucking loser too. I think they all said that watch out for Houston. Houston he's going to go back to Houston, and he's going to try to get Brown to go with him. I, I mean, mean, I think the the Eme Harden pairing works in an off the court level. Yeah, I, uh, I think if those two are rolling through Houston, I think most lowbrow women need to watch out, or they will get dicked down. <laughs> Hide your kids. Hide your wives, hide your kids. Harden and I'm <laughs> exactly. Here in town. exactly. There's gonna be a baby there, boom down in Houston pretty There'll soon. be a bearded man and a bald man out there, ladies. Uh be careful. <laughs> yeah. Be safe. Be safe. Did you see how the press did you watch the NBA draft at all? No. So they had the, the lottery, like, the lottery. The lottery, thing? sorry, yeah. The lottery. Yeah. So they had like everyone that was in the lottery, blah, blah, blah. And I may went for fucking Houston. And the video, like, they were giving spiels on everyone. And then it came to Ime, and they're like, the Houston Rockets head coach, Ime Doka, and then, like, panned off him as fucking fast as possible. That's either the ballsiest, cockiest move to send a guy that was yeah. fired for sexual assault uh, to, to be, like, the PR person for your team at yeah. yeah. Usually you send like your warmest, fluffiest story, not like you're a sexual predator. Yeah, or just coach. a suit, like just like yeah. a no name guy. Yeah. That'd be like Raymond High School sending Apkowitz over for like fucking <laughs> <laughs> like a presentation uh. for like Keys of the City or something, you know? During yeah. during the thing, you know how they line them up, like all the representatives, like in little things? Yeah. He was like right next to like the daughter of the owner of the magic, and he kept like, he kept le- probably keeps leaning over each time. They're like, Emic, Emic, stop, Emic. <laughs> oh, you know he had something. To, he had a near piece since they could tell him, hey, stop looking at her. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, bold, bold choice by the Rockets. Uh, uh, Spurs won that NBA draft. Yeah, they got the Victor Wembenyama sweepstakes. They're Wembenyama. getting him. 
I, I I've recently heard about this guy. Apparently, he's the consensus number one. He's, he's like to be a, seven uh, six. His arms look like the tentacles from the alien in in uh, uh, like Independence Day. He's just like Yow. and he can shoot and drive and whatever else. Skinny as fuck. He's probably gonna break an ACL or or an MCL after this show. Look up his feet. Don't you'll do have it. Fucking, you'll have fucking nightmares. The FBI will be at your doorstep. Wembenyama feet is key code word for something else. Oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I read uh, something. I did, I don't. I meant to put this. This is why I, I did this. The more you know section was for this one fact, and I heard I couldn't think of it while I was writing this email. So we have some other ones, but um, this is relative. The Hornets who um, Ooh, got second. They they've got they've now got the uh, got the second draft pick in four lotteries. The first was Shaq. And the, and the first overall picks went like this. So they're they're drafting second. Oh, They've no. been able to do this four. This is the fourth time I think the the previous three, Shaq was drafted first over before Charlotte got to him. Uh, Dwight Howard was drafted before him, and then uh, AD I think it was correct. Uh, Anthony Davis was drafted, and then the second the guy that they take it just sucks like <laughs> <laughs> never fucking works. <laughs> and then this year it's Wembenyama, but I guess the the second rated guy is. Really, really good too. I don't forget his name. I don't watch college basketball. Well, all these guys play for G League or overseas, right? Well, yeah, Yamas yeah. coming from France, right, or Spain? Yeah, France. Yeah, yeah. So many of them actually play, yeah, like semi-pro because they want to get paid. The league's j- just as good, if not better, than the NCAA, and they get paid handsomely. Well, especially the way college basketball is now, it's terrible. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. unwatchable. You got to get rid of that one and done rule. You got to make those goods go yeah. and play. And- I-, I would rather watch YouTube videos of like guys playing street ball. Yeah. Way better. Professor. Professor's out there still. Ooh, he still is out there. Uh, unfortunately, we've run out of time for the Red Sox, so we'll get to them another night. Um, I think they, they won yesterday, so not great timing for them right now. Uh, so we'll just do a quick break, and we'll uh, get into our segment, The More You Know, right after this. Cue the shining star. Well, I'm a little pissed because what's this Facebook fight you put under the Red Sox? Did you get oh. into a face? Did you get into a Facebook fight? Yeah, I was told you I was drinking last night. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I gotta go on our page now and look at all of it. I tag Simple Line, so you can probably find it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, just antagonist shit. And the I don't do it almost ever anymore. When we first started the show and we were trying to get our Twitter page, like I would, I my. I remember those oh, days. My physical health was deteriorating <laughs> from like embarking in Twitter battles. I don't know how people do it. I know you do. It's an absolute cesspool. <laughs> and they're not real people. The things that they say, it's like, are you, is this truly your intelligence level? <laughs> no. Or are you just like, do you, is it just, are you an anime online that like doesn't It's think- just a little shitbag somewhere going, eh, this guy's going to get pissed. You think, boop, boop. And then you're just sitting there. It's just raging. It's just a thousand ray bots fucking uh-huh. needling me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Some guys like I was like Red Sox suck, and here you know they blow. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, give him a chance, man. Give him a chance. Casas. And there's this big thing. This guy wrote some big thing about Tristan Casas. And I just responded 189, which is his batting average. <laughs> and the guy goes, yeah, so? I go, he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, apparently I'm not going to be able to mature a conversation with you. And then I just wrote a diatribe of why the whole Red Sox organization is a piece of shit. <laughs> Haven't got a response. So go check that out on Facebook if you want. All right. Uh, but this is called the more, you know, just some, uh, handsome facts. We'll start with sports and, uh, we'll move into, uh, some more randomness. Uh, this one is, uh, basically just a fake way to get in a Patriots segment when nothing's going on in the football world. Hmm. Uh, so here's a little fact for you. The projected starters at the tackle position for the Patriots. There's about, there's three of them right now. There's Trent Brown. Riley Reef, Calvin Anderson. Between the three of them, they should play significant minutes at both left and right tackle. They <laughs> cumulatively, and with their respective mm. offensive line units last year, gave up 162 sacks. Riley Reef was a part of the fourth worst offensive line in the Chicago Bears. Calvin Anderson was left tackle. For the worst offensive line when it comes to sacks in the Denver Broncos, they gave up 63. Bears gave it 58. And your own very uh, New England Patriots, smack dab in the middle, 15th in the league with 41 sacks uh, given up. Bobby, uh, your impressions and what you think of this tackle situation as we move into the season here? I think it's pretty clear that the Patriots decided that coaching was the problem and that these players weren't going to be the problem. And that now with a new offensive line coach, that it's going to get better. Uh, I think they're 100% banking on coaching because they're not investing in the tackle position. I mean, they're drafting guards left and right. So I, unless they're going to start playing five guards out there, they, they just think that I, they're going to coach it up better. Maybe they think they're going to get the ball out quicker and this new offense run different plays that are going to be more conducive to protecting the tackles. But yeah, I, I mean, they're not get putting high-end talent in the tackle position. Baffling. Baffling they didn't draft the tackle. They had Broderick Jones there. They decided to dick the Jets instead to go draft Christian Gonzalez. Yeah, they the obviously first. hated that guy. Da- Dawin? Da- Dawin Jones? Um, Dewan Jones. Dewan Jones? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Dave, come on now. Dawin? Don't fucking mispronounce his name. Sorry, the other Jones kid, uh, they could have got him in whatever, the third? Yep. Uh, third round any one of the any one of those picks he's right there for the taking um crazy 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 ray you can buy into this one the other conspiracy is that uh bill belichick is still ridding this team of the mac jones supporters uh and with this savvy move to bring in uh some suck bags at tackle he's just gonna <laughs> he's gonna get mac killed and pave the way for zappy fever i love that i buy into that 100 <laughs> percent even if he's not like trying to uh, transplant Mac out of there, maybe he just wants them to feel the pain a little bit this year. It's like, fuck you, kid. Deal with these idiots. Call Bill O'Brien again over my watch, motherfucker. Boom. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you want to call Bill O'Brien when I'm not here? Now he's your coach, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Deal with his grumpy ass. Yeah, yep. I know, right? You think he's so great? Once. There he is. Uh, so there you go. There's your tackle situation for the Patriots. A little uh, did you know, but the more you know. Um, here's one, uh, bouncing off of our last segment about the 76ers, James Harden statistically is the worst three point shooter 
in game sevens in NBA history. He scored 21 points in uh, his career game sevens. He shoots 36 from the field. He shoots 22% from three-point range. This is James Harden when on those Rockets teams, went to the Western Conference Finals um, and had long playoff runs. He won two scoring championships, three scoring championships, um, one MVP, two MVPs, whatever. We all know what James Harden was in his prime. He was the scorer. He was lights out. He shot 20, he shoots 22% from three in game sevens. Um, statistically the worst three-point shooter in NBA history in game sevens with a minimum of 25 attempts. Um, and obviously we saw that up close and personal there uh, just last week. Interesting. But yet they don't need help. I mean, they do need help. They can't do it alone over there in Philadelphia. I'm still intrigued by Harden going to the Rockets and then those two just dicking up the town. At a Who else can we get? The who's another NBA sleuth that could also join them? Oh, who's the guy that went that left the bubble to get chicken wings at the? Uh, Ooh, Lou Williams. <laughs> Lou Williams. Lou Williams. Yeah, he's, he's a. I'm saying someone that's notoriously, you know, womanizing. He just wanted some wings. He did go to a strip club. Uh, well, if Kobe, Kobe Bryant was still alive, Kobe Ooh, Bryant. R.I.P. Right, right, right. We're going to have to beep that. <laughs> no way, but he was a womanizer. Everyone Who was the racist owner that got ousted? Was he just racist? I'm sure he had some, Donald uh, Sterling? some iffy sexual stuff going on, too. Donald Sterling, yeah. Yeah, Donald Sterling, yeah. But that, he's not fun. I'm looking for fun here. Like a, okay, a fun I'm sorry. Scenario. I don't That's have a Rolodex sad. of fucking se- sexual predators. Abkowitz, bring him, bring him back <laughs> to the game. So you got the two, you got the two NBA guys. They're a lawyer. Yeah, yeah. They're lawyer. <laughs> that was a Jewish joke. <laughs> I know because he's a fucking idiot. Yeah, like a minute uh, to register right there. Yeah. Like lawyer. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, oh fuck! I had a fourth and uh, and I lost. Oh, and for security, they can bring Ja. Ah, click clack, motherfuckers. <laughs> what about Cromartie? They can go with Cromartie and Clinton Portis. Ooh. Too many kids yeah, now. Cromartie's babysitting club. Yeah, he's gonna have to. He's gonna have to bring a van for his gaggle of kids. <laughs> he, there's no way he can name all those. He's got two bands. He's got a, a, one van for the gaggle of kids, and then the other van for all the women that he had those kids with. Those are called baby mamas. Thank yeah, you. the correct yeah. term is baby mama. Yeah, that could that could turn the mood down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. We can we can think about it. I'm sure there's plenty of candidates out there. Uh, here's one for you, Ray. This one's for you. Uh, glaciers and icebergs hold 69% of the world's fresh water. Nice. Nice. It's an excellent percentage. Climate change is fake. It was cold as fucking shit here yesterday. It's not real. Global warming my ass. I was golfing yesterday. It was freezing. You guys don't believe that shit. It's fake. The world's going to get, uh, 1.5% Celsius by 2027. That's what I just read. So was that? Minus 32... I'll just or keep no, moving north. What is that? It's another ice age coming. It's fine. Just whatever. Yeah, yeah. but how, like our great great grandkids are gonna have to worry about it. I don't know. Bobby just said it's fake. Don't worry about it's it. It's fake. Yeah, what the fuck? Well, I'm just it's saying. Fake. Fuck my great 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 grandkids. Hey, you know what's not fake? Oh, it's gonna be on the internet. I didn't mean that, baby. I didn't. I love you. You know what's not fake? There are four quadrillion quadrillion bacteria on Earth. Is that a real number? It's on the internet. Right? What do you want from reside me? and raise asshole? Sixty-nine <laughs> percent. Yeah. Uh, and here's a fun one for you: for every single panda 
in every single zoo in the entire world belongs to the Chinese government and they're on loan. So they're robots. They're spies. Every single panda in a zoo in the world is being loaned out by the government of China. You know, there's some Chinaman sitting there that has to keep track of all that shit. And just he's like, oh, yes, yes. We miss no panda. We miss no panda. I'm going to have to beep out Chinaman. Fine. (laughs) Simplest minds of the week right after this. Are you stupid or something? I'm as stupid as a stupid does. That's also a fucking terrible Chinese accent. <laughs> no, it was no great. Banda, no banda. It was like, <laughs> like Indian slash Middle East. It was like a I Mexican thought it was relatively spot on. No, you know, I think it was the, from the area of the country where was. people generally manage pandas, it's accurate. Oh, I mean, not like a panda. I have to count too many. <laughs> Why do you look like you're orgasming when you make that? <laughs> I love Asian accents. Do you? I do. It's disgusting. You don't like the food, not the accent. Mm. Mm. Oh, now we've now you've truly uh, passed into racism. No, I didn't. We were just I joking. Just... We were just joking. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was no, it's not a pointing language. out that there's probably a man that's racist, in charge right? of those things. I yeah. said it's obviously not a woman. If it's that China. guy's got a ledger the size of the Great Wall itself, and he's gonna mark down every fucking panda. Like, god damn it. Great Britain wants another one. A legend the size of the Great Wall. <laughs> the fucking scroll. Do you think he names each panda too? It's not like no. panda one, panda two. No, he names them. No, it's panda whatever Chinese is for one. That's that's it. Uh, one is castle. Uh, two is bigger <laughs> castle. <laughs> Three is uh, egg roll. to egg roll. Funny, not racist. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. If it's funny, it's not racist. That's what they say. Yeah. Um, speaking of funny, here's here's a story for you. Here's the headline. Uh, woman joins a search party for herself. <laughs> Thank you. Uh here's a story. Uh, this trolling. From, <laughs> this is from uh, 2012, so whatever. A woman goes missing on a vacation in Iceland. Here's the headline. Uh, Missing woman, mystery solved. A group of tourists spent hours Saturday night looking for a missing woman near Iceland's Elgia Canyon, only to find her among the search party. The group was traveling through Iceland on a tour bus and stopped near a volcanic canyon. Soon, there was word of a missing passenger. The woman, who had changed clothes, didn't recognize the description of herself and joined the search. But the search was called <laughs> off around 3 a.m. when it became clear the missing woman was, in fact, accounted for in searching for herself. That's not one of the more outrageous stories we've had on the show, but that's as simple fucking minded as you can get. I'd take her great. to civil court if I was on vacation and wasted all that fucking time looking for this <laughs> stupid bitch who was in the search party all along. I'd be taking her to court. I guarantee you that the last thing I would do on vacation is join a search party. I can guarantee that. If that's something that you do, you travel to Iceland and then you start searching for random Icelanders, what the fuck? i just like to back this up that Bobby's not being uh, facetious here with a quick story from high school. We uh, were going to a Celtics game and we're taking the train in um, (laughs) someplace and like a bunch of idiots 
the only other person here that matters is Matt Sullivan. We jumped on the tracks as the train was coming and screamed, what are you waiting for? As if it was uh, uh, from the movie, whatever that, uh, what was that? Uh, I don't know. Scary movie. I know what you did last summer. And you screamed, uh, what are you waiting for? And then we hopped onto the other side of the tracks and then the train pulled up and we got on. And then uh, the conductor came walking down the train spotted us and basically said you you shithead kids get the fuck off this train you and he put it to matt said you gotta get off this train now the rest of us had our buddies back who said yeah i got it okay we're leaving and bobby said i'm not getting off the fucking train he didn't tell me to get off the train <laughs> and actually, i'm not looking think... for nobody <laughs> i think you eventually got off the train but you weren't happy about it uh speaking of not being happy killing the segues here oh no oh put the wrong fucking link in anyway here's the here's the uh story i don't know if you remember this story happened a couple years ago parents are suing little league because their kid fell out of a bunk bed and got like severe brain damage and was close to dying like had brain swelling or whatever and i guess there's been a couple kids over the years that have fallen out of the bunk beds and this this um these parents are suing Little League because their kids fell out of a bunk bed. Wait, were they like traveling for Little League, but they were in a bunk bed? Yeah, the Little League World Series. Oh. And, uh, and sorry, I didn't explain that well because the story's not for me. The Little League World Series, and they, you know, they whatever, they stay at bunk houses, but it's a fucking bunk bed. Have you never slept in a bunk bed? Well, are, also, are, are, there, are these Are these kids like, uh, like two year old, where you have to put up the guard so they don't fall out of the bed. It's literally they're eight and nine and twelve. They're twelve years old. Yeah, Danny and Monte was like forty, but like the rest yeah. of them are twelve. <laughs> they did. Softies. Did they win? Did they win the uh, battle? I don't know. But would you would you do that? So they're saying like the the bed should have sides on them. Now they've taken all bunk beds down because of course. So now you know no you room go, for activities. No room for activity. Step <laughs> no. Uh, so now there's, you know, you got to sleep in this whatever boring, sterile room where everybody's on a cot. Um, that would suck. Imagine you're like you're 10 and you go to the Little League World Series the next year and they're like, yeah, last year we got to have fucking bunk beds. It was sick, but some stupid kid fell off. So now Ooh. they make us sleep in these cots. This reminds me of high school as well. When we went to the Bahamas on our class trip in the mm-hmm. following year, you guys got fucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Son of a bitch. All because someone wanted to go buy some weed out in the island and she got lost. That ruined it for everyone. <laughs> Simplest mind of the week. Uh, and then, of course, uh, he was mentioned as part of the uh, security for uh, the Dick Wrecking crew down in Houston. But John Morant, John Morant makes the news again, flashing his gun on IG Live. Uh, talk of not just talk promise of a significant suspension i'm hearing minimum 25 games potentially half the season potentially the whole season people are thrown out there that won't happen but um lost 39 million uh because of his first incident with that strip club gun uh, that kept him off the all nba team basically Uh, endorsements i think he's already lost 30 or 20 million and then he's up for a new deal like soon (laughs) in memphis griffey's like Get out of here, man. <clears throat> so he's suspended from all Memphis Grizzlies activities, and then the league is going to come down on him pretty hard. Because hey, he wanted whatever. to throw a gun? Because he wanted to hold a gun? What an idiot. He's pretty dumb. 
Click clack, motherfucker. You know what I don't? You know what I don't like from all this, from this John Moran stuff, and all the analysts is, you know, we got to get this kid help. You know, this kid, he needs. He's a sympathetic figure. We got to get him help. No, he's no. just a bit of an asshole. He's just an asshole. He's a dumb fucking asshole, and he deserves everything he's about to lose. Everything. Just get rid of the guns, asshole. What's the line? What's that? Liar, liar. Remember, remember the movie Liar, Liar with Jim Carrey's in the. Uh, He's in the bathroom and he he's beating the shit out of himself to try to get a court case. And some guy comes in and asks him for advice as a lawyer. It's like, quit breaking the law, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> that should be so. That should be the advice to John Morant, even though he's not really breaking the law. But is that gun registered? Probably not. This one could have been completely baby. legal. Yeah. That was racist. <laughs> That's probably why he did it. He's like, it's my gun. It's registered in this state. Oh, this was part. This was the other part of the of the social media. I went down that rabbit hole too. And the amount of, I'm assuming, mega gun nuts that are like, guns are fucking legal in that state, man. Guns are legal. Guns are legal. He's not doing anything wrong. It's like, yeah, he's not getting arrested. You dumb shits. The NBA, which is yeah, a they just don't want their players flashing guns in cars. He's not down with that. Yeah. Or pointing uh, red dots at the opponent's bus after they lose. And people. It's not. It's never pew, good. Pew, 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 pew. All right, sad. Uh, codified John Morant's an asshole. Mm-hmm. He doesn't deserve help. It's just a mm-hmm. piece of shit. Yeah. Can't wait to see what he does next week. Me too. Maybe he'll beat up another kid. Well, he's oh. got to play street ball to make some money now. That's true. It'd be nice to see him like on the next iteration of bum fights, like down the line. Like you, you see the Deontay, Deontay up, like maybe next oh, NBA no, no, player, no, John Morant and uh, look in most recent bum fight. <laughs> or like, and one could start and he could get like a Nick, a cool nickname, like, like, like dirty you. rug. <laughs> dirty. <laughs> There's swish a lot. Um, Okay, well, this has been the Cinemind Sports Show. Friday Rewind, May 19th. So we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Trying to think of how many. There's going to be three more Celtics games, I think, before the next time we record. Yeah, we'll, we'll Friday. be... Sunday? We'll be happy, angry, and angry, mad all all again. Thursday. <laughs> so you're. I'll be twenty five dollars richer. Your gentleman's sweep could be on the line as we record. Well, then. Or, we're or the series could be over when the Celtics get swept out. <laughs> we never talked about that. We didn't. Yeah, that's also a push. Yeah, push. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We both point. have to pay Bobby twenty five bucks if the Celtics get swept. I'll take that deal. Done. Just as this is a low risk, game. high reward deal for me. Yeah, god damn it. Yep. <laughs> I'm in. That's where Come I'm on, Celtics. Do you remember baby. before when I said I was considering being a Jimmy Butler fan? I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tweeting Tatum tonight just to let him know what, what the stakes are now. So he gets don't put any more pressure on him. He'll yeah. fold. He'll be like, There's a fifty dollar yeah, bet on move. the line. Oh my god. That's a bad move, dude. Yeah. This Jimmy Butler fan's about to make out like a fat rat. I know. I know. Fuck. God. I got something troubling on my mind. I got something 
Marty! You've got to come back with me! Where? Back to the future! His nice stash. Look at that. So your pickup line to every guy, Bobby? Nice stash? Yeah. Works most of the time. Yeah. Kudos. Kudos. Yeah. Good evening, you simple cunts. How's you it going? You sound like shit. It's going. Oh, cool, Ray. Thanks. You're such a fucking mean person. I hate <laughs> you so much. I'm just saying, you didn't plug your cordy so cord fucking in. fucking much. You didn't plug your cordy cord in. That's all I'm telling you. As he goes and scrolls through, clicks the audio. He's gonna say, now he's going to say, Ray, you're a fucking genius. I take back every hurtful thing I've ever said about you. You're such an intellectual and smart and savvy and handsome and devilish looks. And I wish I could be you. I wish I could be your height, but I'm a giant and I have a glorious. I wish I could be your height. <laughs> There it is. Oh. Well, now he's going to start <laughs> off the show angry because he's been corrected by you to begin it. Yeah, that happens. He's been angry at me all week. I don't know why. I've been showing nothing but love to him. Speaking of your height, Ray, do people just... Oh, you sound great. When you walk through a crowd, are you literally just getting bombarded with farts from people's assholes that you're uh, level with? Oh, short joke. Short joke. That was a short joke. I was yeah, wondering yeah. where he was going with it yeah, initially. Yeah. I mean, that was a bad one. That was like my kind of joke that I would lead with. But yeah, you might want to try Shut the again. fuck up, Ray. Bobby, anything going on with you? Yeah, same old normal cool. stuff. Cool, that's awesome. You know? uh, let's start the show with some opening takes. Uh, Ray's here.